the latest from our daily newsletter at podnews.net. We believe the future of podcasting is interactive, says Spotify. The answer to that, it suggests, is through proprietary Q&A and polls, which it's launched through Anchor. We'll link to a video of the process today. They're only available in selected markets, and it goes without saying, only work in Spotify. Spotify's also launched a quiz to help you find your perfect podcasts for users in the US, UK, Germany and Australia. Released during International Podcast Day, growth podcast host Captivate has announced a guest booking and interview management system. The system allows capture of guest information, diary management and import to episode notes and is integrated with remote recording tools Squadcast. I'm an advisor. Clubhouse has announced a forthcoming feature that will let you record your Clubhouse rooms. Replays will allow you to download your audio as well as make it available on demand in the app. The company has also added three new features. Dan Savage, host of the Savage Lovecast, has signed with Supporting Cast, one of the first shows to offer a paid version. It transitioned from a homegrown solution to Supporting Cast and has already achieved a 20% increase in revenue. Lipsyn's Advertise Cast has released its average cost per thousand figures for September. The average price for a 60 second podcast ad within Advertise Cast's marketplace dropped slightly to $23.12. That's up. 9.7% year-on-year. Joe Rogan has been knocked off the top of the Spotify podcast charts. Banter with Sapnap and Carl Jacobs from a pair of gamers is the new number one. It's hosted on Anchor and available everywhere. A new social podcasting app, Podopolo, sent tweets to many podcasters yesterday, including to Aaron Mankey, that the CEO Melinda Whitstock admits were poorly worded. The tweets suggested that podcasts should claim their show on the app to receive shared earnings from listens. Whitstock confirms, in common with other apps, that they don't make money from unclaimed podcasts on the platform, nor do they alter podcasts or cash your audio either, so all is good. We have noticed about user agent in the app, which we've reported as a bug, and spotted that part of their terms and conditions were just copy and pasted from Dribble, a design website that Whitstock says she's never heard of. Anyway, that's now fixed. The Southern Poverty Law Centre has published a four-part series on Inside the Far-Right Podcast Ecosystem. It reports that shows are more consistently available for those that self-host. We also have details of Casted. We edit podcasts, which have done something clever with staples in the US. And the Pod News Ranker, keeping tabs of companies and people we mention in our news, shows that Apple Podcasts was the company we've written about the most over the past three months. And in podcast news, the winners of the People's Choice Podcast Awards were announced. The Adam Curry People's Choice Award went to Tell em Steve Dave, a comedy podcast. The winner of the News Podcast category wasn't us. The winner of the Podcast One Self-Made Podcast Edition Talent Competition was announced as Knock Knock, a true crime podcast hosted by Jason B. Jones. Jones wins a contract and prize worth $100,000. For International Podcast Day, a kid's book about the podcast released an episode just for you, a version made by artificial intelligence and different for every listener. In the latest edition of Podland, Ross Adams and Jörn Bilgren from Acast highlight why they see the future of podcasting as being open. 
and the most recent episode of Freakonomics Radio looks into that's a great question and why Americans use it in interviews and it is a particularly American thing. A moment of Pod Zen on the way next and that's the latest from our newsletter. For all the links, we're at podnews.net. For Pod News, I'm Evo Terra with your minute of Pod Zen. Micropayments have been touted as the next big revenue source for podcasters since the beginning, without much success. But could changes made by social media finally herald in our money-flowing future? You let your listeners listen on whatever listening app they want, don't you? You let your listeners reach out to you on lots of different communication channels, don't you? So as a smart and savvy podcaster, you'll take that same attitude for receiving direct payments from your listeners, won't you? Not long ago, podcasters picked a listener support platform and drove their listeners to that podcaster-chosen platform. But Twitter moved all of that cheese by announcing integrated direct payments. With a few clicks and never leaving Twitter, your listeners can send you funds directly from Twitter. It's a safe bet that other social platforms will follow. That has a lot of implications for all podcasters to consider. First, there's going to be a wave of buzz around this, and it's important that you and your podcast are able to be funded. So go through the process as soon as you can. Second, I don't think the direct payments and crowdfunding industries are going to take this sitting down. It's not too crazy, I feel, to expect funding platforms to allow creators to publish content directly to the platform. Third, to quote the noted economist Gorgeous George, this will get messy. Some apps or services will do a better job of integration than others. Hopefully, we don't slide into the chasm that is the tyranny of choice. So my advice, get there, hold on, and see what happens. Let's embrace the concept of letting our listeners provide value back to us on their terms. You'll find more thoughts on this topic and other questions every working podcaster should be asking themselves at podcastpontifications.com. I'm Evo Terra. This has been your Minute of Pod Zen.